Broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on His side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to, we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda. A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the Frittle Show. We have a very special surprise for you today. Thanks for joining us here on KVXL 101.1 FM Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church. I thought since we've had some more serious episodes lately, we would just have a little bit of fun today. So come here, Stella. We have some special guests in the studio. We have, can you tell everyone your name? Stella. Stella. And who we got over there? Joanna. Joanna, Joanna and? J.D. And J.D. And Joanna and Stella and J.D. are here with me recording today because you're being babysat. Can you tell us a little bit about why you're being babysat today, Joanna? Because our mom, because our mom is going to have a baby. Your mom is going to have a baby. Is this, J.D., the best thing that has ever happened during the coronavirus? Our dad gets to stay home. Oh, that is also a good thing. Do you think that's a better thing than having a baby? Yeah? Dad home is the best part? I think they're equal. They're equal? Okay, mm-hmm. that's a very diplomatic answer, Joanna. JD, so your dad gets to stay home. Does he yeah. do? Does he have to do work when he's at home? Yeah. Okay, and you pull the microphone right down by your face, but okay. So your dad does work while he's at home? Yeah. And then do you get to do, like, fun stuff with him every day since he's home? Yeah, yeah we go on yeah. a walk with him yeah. every day, like, before lunch. Sometimes we don't do it, and then sometimes we don't... Sometimes we don't do a walk every day because he has like calls to do mm-hmm. so is that it, um sometimes before dinner is stuff. that the thing that's most different for you since the whole coronavirus and quarantine stuff started is dad being home yeah yeah but you don't mind that at all yeah i i it's love pretty it. great mm-hmm. okay stella what do you think about quarantine life trixie trixie you think trixie likes being quarantined yeah yeah she does do you get to play with her a lot more than usual? Yeah. We yeah, play with because the rest of the time she's not usually there. No. Trixie. <laughs> no, we Trixie's play with her. Too. We play with her okay. a lot. But yeah. Our mom actually has like a sick schedule that we have, uh-huh. so we play a lot. We play a lot with her. So, if you were giving advice, Joanna, to other mommies and daddies that mm-hmm. have their kids at home for quarantine, what are some things that your mom and dad have done that you really like doing during quarantine? So, um. So, like, flying a kite and stuff. Had you ever flown a kite before? Yes. Yeah? Going on walks, riding our bikes, pumping up tires. Pumping up tires. You said your mom made a schedule for you guys? Yes. So does that, when does your schedule start? So it starts every morning. Every morning? Mm -hmm. And then does it have, like, your chores and school and stuff on it? Yeah. Yeah. And that would be something you wouldn't normally have, except that's something you've added since you have quarantine? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, JD, question for you, sir. Have you watched any good movies during quarantine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? What's been your favorite one you've watched during quarantine, JD? Um, The Sugar Creek Gang. The Sugar Creek Gang has... Yeah, the first one. I didn't know The Sugar Creek Gang was a movie. Yes, it was. Is it on Disney? What's it on? We, 
Um, so our Aunt Carol, she gave it to us. Oh, that's really cool. I read the, some of the Sugar Creek Gang books. My brother read like all of them, <laughs> but I didn't know they made a movie out of That's really neat. Do you guys have um, Disney Plus? Yes, yeah. we have Disney Plus. We love Disney Plus. What's the best thing you've seen on Disney Plus, Stella? Um, Frozen 2 and Aurora. Frozen 2 and what? Aurora. And Aurora. I've never seen Aurora. What's Aurora about, JD? Um. <laughs> All right. I don't know. We got a princess. Oh, it's a princess movie. All right, we'll re- defer to Joanna then. What's Aurora about? Okay, then? Aurora is about a baby girl. Uh, a baby girl na- named uh, Aurora, and she um. There were um. So she's a princess, and the king and queen invited these three fairies, and then this evil fairy she uh she didn't get invited so she's all mad and then she uh um so all the fairies gave um a gift to the baby um and and the baby is aurora yeah the baby is aurora and then um the evil the evil one maleficent oh maleficent is in this movie yes what what i didn't know that i don't know i haven't seen it Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so the baby is Aurora. This yes, much we know. Yes, and then, uh, and then uh, the evil fairy. She gave uh, her gift that was on her 16th birthday. She will prick her finger on uh, a spinning wheel, and then the very last fairy's gift was uh, she will not die, but uh, she will just fall asleep. And then uh, on her 16th, so uh, the three fairies, the th- three good fairies. Uh, took the baby into the woods so Maleficent wouldn't find her. So basically, is this a cartoon? Yes, it's a cartoon. So basically, this is a cartoon kids version of the adult movie Maleficent, is what it sounds like. Yes. Is that correct? That would make sense. The more you talk, the more I thought, I've seen this, and then I realized, no, I've seen the other one, the actual Maleficent. Yeah, we own it, so Stella really likes Uh, it. We own both of those ones, not just on Disney+, Plus, but on um, DVD, too, so she's seen them. I gotcha. Okay. Well, not the Maleficent. Oh, okay, not the book. I see. We just got Disney+, Plus, so we've been waiting for a long time, and we just got it while we were were in quarantine. The, my favorite thing that we've watched so far is a movie called Togo. Have you guys watched Togo yet? Oh, no. My mom and dad have... Half of it? No. We've only watched the beginning in, at Grandma and Grandpa's house, but we thought it was boring, so my mom and dad took you it off. thought it was boring? Mm-hmm. It is such a good movie. You have to... Okay, that's true. The beginning is a little bit slow, but once you get through the beginning... When you're older, you can watch Togo and you'll appreciate it. Okay, my mom and dad really want to watch it sometime, so probably... Yes, your parents will love it. So probably in the hospital, when they have the baby, my dad has Disney Plus on his phone, they'll probably watch it. Oh, there you go, they can watch Togo as the baby is entering the world. Yes. Yes, Disney Plus is good for so many things. Mm -hmm. JD, I have heard something very, very important happened in your life during this time of the coronavirus. It has to do with you and something that has wheels and a pedals. Bike. A bike. Did something happen in your world with a bike? I learned how to ride it whenever I was five. Whenever you were five? And a half. And a half. How old are you now? I was like yesterday. Yesterday. No, okay. he's still five and a half. Yeah, okay. he's still five and a half. 
Thank you. But was All it right. on two wheelers? Yes. So you learned how to ride a bike during the coronavirus? That is very cool. On two cool. wheels. On two wheels. Yeah, on two wheels. What about you, Stella? Um, I practiced riding a princess bike, but my princess bike broke. But, oh, no. Um, Did you fix it? Did Daddy fix it? But no. No, we yet. have it's still broken. Oh. But now I have a red bike until I'm, until I'm four or five because um, I'll get a big bike. Oh, yeah, it's a balanced bike. It okay. doesn't have any training wheels or pedals. You just balance on it. Oh, so it's like learning. It's like pre-learning how to ride a bike. Yes. That's kind of cool. And we have this princess bike that has training wheels, but it's broken. So oh, I see. Yeah, that's what she's it talking has about. Flat tires, Daddy says. I <laughs> see. Now, here's my next question. All right, this is the Kids Coronavirus Podcast Special Edition with Joanna, JD, and Stella. For those of you just tuning in. Have you eaten any foods that have been particularly good during this time? JD yeah. looks very anxious to answer. Go ahead, JD. Broccoli. Broccoli. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Give the microphone back to JD. He for loves just broccoli. just a second. JD, do you actually like broccoli? Yes, with butter and salt. With That's my favorite part. Have you ever had broccoli with cheese melted on it? <laughs> no. Oh, no. That sounds delicious. Because yes. he rather has... He's rather had broccoli instead of green beans, but when my dad makes green beans, yeah. he puts a little bit of Parmesan cheese on it. Ooh. Delicious. I, I have something to tell you, JD. Broccoli is also my favorite vegetable. I will do it, though, with butter, salt, or cheese. Any of these things are a great way to eat your broccoli. Also in a casserole with chicken. Oh, mm -hmm. I like that mm. stuff. Yeah, like that I stuff? like that stuff, too. Okay. Now... I want you guys to tell me about something. Well, actually, you know what? Before we do that, hang on. Let me write it down so I don't forget. Okay. We did something at my house during the quarantine that I think you guys might have done, too. So I wanted to ask you about this, Joanna. Okay. My brother John and I decided yeah. we had this... It used to be like a, like the people that lived at the house before we got it. They had um, like plants and different things in there, but they had all died. And they were really weird bushes and overgrown and they just weren't kept up well. So mm -hmm. we got rid of all that stuff that was just looked like a mess. And we turned yeah. our what used to be this messy thing into a little garden that's like raised and we planted some potatoes oh, and we've got cool. tomatoes and we planted an orange tree and a lemon tree so we've been doing some that's gardening cool. at our house so that we have some food in the future have you guys been doing uh any gardening joanna oh a very oh, that's, long that's jd jd you yeah. sound so much like joanna oh and stella sounds like joanna go ahead joanna have you done any gardening lately yes my dad even built a raised garden for my mom a raised garden. This is a yeah, great thing to do during and quarantine. And we have plants in there. Yeah, we have What kind of plants do you have, Stella? Uh, um, tomatoes. Tomatoes. Very nice. And do you have peppers? Yeah, peppers. JD, do you have any responsibilities related to the garden? Yes. What do you have? Watering and, and rolling the... Rolling the... You mean making sure Trixie doesn't get making in? Tricks, making sure Trixie doesn't get in. How often do you have to water your garden, JD? Every day. Every once a day. Once a day? Okay, that's about how often we water ours, too. Yeah, so is anybody wondering what my who Trixie is? They're, yes. She's my dog. Your dog. What a kind dog. of a dog is she? A beagle. She is a beagle. So she looks like what cartoon character? Do you know? 
There is a famous cartoon character who is also a beagle. He has a friend that's a little yellow bird. And Charlie Brown. Snoopy. Is it Snoopy? Snoopy? Stella got it. Was it Stella? What's his yeah. name? What's his name? He looks like a Dalmatian to he me. He does, but he's actually a beagle. That's cool. Yeah. Snoopy. Snoopy. Okay. Last question for you guys, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to let you go and I'm going to talk about some other things. I saw that you guys did something really cool during the quarantine, and that was that your parents set up a special day for you related to a very special place. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's been a couple of weeks, I think, now. No. I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. Did you guys have a Disneyland day? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. What did you think of that, Stella? My brother and my sister and my mommy and my daddy and Trixie. You all spent time together? Yes. Did you go to Disneyland? Yes. During the quarantine? No. No. Oh, but you, wait. Joanna, tell us about this, this adventure that you had at Disneyland without actually going to Disneyland. Well, so on YouTube, my dad downloaded YouTube and, um, and there's this thing on YouTube if you, um, look on search and you write Disneyland rides, Mm -hmm. there's this... Yeah, it's all the same thing. JD said or Disneyland tour we can also do. Um, If you just look on there, there's all these Disneyland rides. Disney World, Disneyland, doesn't matter which park. It's just all Disneyland Disneyland stuff. Mm -hmm. And your parents did just an awesome job. I saw lots of pictures. So parents, if you're looking for something fun to do with your kids. Yeah, go ahead, Joanna. So for lunch, we had Pizza Planet, too. Pizza Planet, which is a... And we went to Pizza Planet. Yes. Pizza Planet is a restaurant at Disneyland, for those of you that don't know. And you guys had Dole Whip, right? Your parents made homemade Dole Whip. Yep. Was it amazing? It was delicious. Was it better than what you can get in the park? I haven't, I ha- I haven't had that stuff in a long time. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. What was, what was the final, final thing? What was the best thing about Disneyland Day? So, the pizza, it uh-huh. was good. Oh, and it was stuffed crust, by the way. And stuffed crust. That is amazing. So I liked the pizza. I liked all the rides. I liked the Dole Whip, too. So everything. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Stella, JD, Joanna. Appreciate you guys sharing some of your insight and wisdom with us for how kids are handling the coronavirus epidemic. We appreciate you guys. Look forward to meeting your new little sibling. Thank you. Is it public knowledge if we're having a boy or a girl? We're having a girl. Okay, it is. All right. Well, it is now. And by the time you people hear this, it will probably be... (laughs) She will probably be with us. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. We'll talk about some other things here on the podcast today. Don't go away. All right. Joanna and JD and Stella have left the studio. Thank you guys so much for letting them be part of our conversation today. They're here because mom is actually on the way to the hospital right now. They didn't know it at the time. They thought it might be, but I I did just get a text that uh, we are looking at a new little sibling for these three. God willing, arriving safe and uh, very soon. So anyway, now that everyone knows that... I, I wanted to put them on today because it, I'm getting tired, quite frankly, of talking about the Rona 
and everybody just being kind of down. What I didn't let record for you was when I asked these three to come in because they're just wandering around trying to keep busy while mom and dad are at the hospital. They, uh, I asked them, I was like, hey, would you guys come on the radio and talk about the coronavirus? And they kind of looked at me funny and I was like, you know, and tell us what, how, how has the coronavirus been for you? And they, all three of them were like, it's awesome dad is home we get to do this and this and this and then of course you know when you put the microphone in front of them they get a little bit a little bit radio shy as happens with adults too but I loved that you know I when I and when I had asked them I wasn't positive that I wanted to do it when they were like it's awesome I was like you know this is a perspective that we need to hear and obviously the coronavirus itself is not awesome we we know that there are there are moms and dads and siblings and children having to say goodbye to loved ones every day in this country because of this virus and we we don't celebrate that we we grieve with those families i've been personally affected by this i know many of you have too and and by the way thank you so much for those of you that prayed for my friend alan he's supposed to be discharged from the hospital today he was on a ventilator in a, a medically induced coma for 15 days it it looked very very bad and we didn't know if he was going to make it but he's set to be released from the hospital today that is a miracle thank you for praying but so so we don't take the virus lightly but at the same time i think that as we get caught up in and you know this morning i i haven't really uh, being an introvert quite frankly which some people don't believe but i am actually very much of an introvert the I, I have not had a lot of problems with the social distancing. I, you know, it's, it doesn't really affect me the way it's affected some of my friends who are not introverts, are just dying with this thing. And for me, it's just been like, I don't know what y'all are upset about. This is, this is kind of nice. You know, we get a break. But this morning, I woke up and I was just discouraged. I was like, I don't like this anymore. I don't like it. I don't like my world not being the way it's supposed to be. With people, without it just it's it's I don't like it anymore. And then I and then I was like, why? Where is this coming from? Why is this like this? And and you know I had to work through some things and and spend some time in prayer and and realign my perspective. And remember that even though during this time we may not like it and we are being inconvenienced and some of us are genuinely suffering with the loss of loss of jobs and with illness and different things but just remember that God is in control and that he has given us this time as a gift and it's up to us whether we choose to see it that way and utilize the time that he's given us or not I I love the fact that these kids were in here that saying, you know, dad is home and we get to spend time with him and we're doing things as a family and it is awesome. And you know what? You as an adult may be listening, may be going through this and thinking this is the worst time of my life. And if you're an American millennial, it probably is genuinely the worst time of your life. But in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that bad. For most Americans, for most Americans, it's not that bad. Now, again, I'm not downplaying the effects of the virus, but for most Americans, this has the opportunity to be some of your kids' best memories, a time when you are able to do more as a family than ever before. And I, I know there was a lot of that sort of talk when this whole thing started a few weeks back, but now that we're going on three, four, five, six weeks in some parts of the country, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that you know, there, there is an upside 
to this. There is blessing in this if we choose to make it something that is a blessing. And so I want to encourage you today, don't get weary in well-doing. Don't forget to just keep doing the next right thing. Yeah, it's been a while. We still don't have a lot of answers. We don't know when we're going to be able to to do things normally again or if things will even be normal again. And where we have press conferences every day from local and state and federal officials, and sometimes they're contradicting themselves, and sometimes it seems like nobody knows what anybody's talking about and what are we going to do and the world's coming to an end and all of this. But don't forget that for your kids, if you have kids, for your family, whoever that may be, this can be some of the best memories they will ever have because it gives you a chance to spend time with your family like never before. So make sure that the time that you're spending together is quality time. Make sure that you are having fun as a family. Make sure that you are enjoying one another. You can still get takeout. You can still uh, go for hikes. There are things that we are still able to do. You can, as they, as as uh, Joanna and JD and um, uh, Stella, sorry, Stella, I know your name, as parents did, you can create Disneyland at home. There are still things that you can do together, even board games. You can still walk into a Walmart, buy a game you've never played before, play it together as a family. And don't forget, guys, don't, please don't forget that even in America, where we are living in what we consider, for many of us, the worst time of our lives. I've, I've seen that a lot. You know, this is so hard, so hard. And I'm not saying that it's not hard, and it is legitimately hard for a lot of people. But guys, when we can still put gas in our vehicles, when we can still drive around, when we can still buy food, when we can still flip a light switch and have lights come on, when we can still turn on a faucet and have hot or cold water without putting forth any effort whatsoever, we still live in the greatest, most blessed country on this planet. And you know, if, if you've been frustrated or discouraged about, you know, things that, that, that our different elected officials have been saying, you know, if I've heard, I have friends literally all over the country and it's amazing to see how different states are responding to this and how different governors are, are putting forward different plans and how different things are. And it just made me think, you know, how different things could be right now if you had a different governor in any one of these states. And so I would encourage you, if you're, if you're getting frustrated at what's coming forth from our elected officials, let that be a catalyst to encourage you to become more involved in our electoral process from the local level all the way on up. And don't forget that we have an election coming up this year. And it's not just for the President of the United States. It's for people that will be determining what happens to your life on a daily basis on the statewide level. We're electing assembly people. We're electing uh, senators this year for the state of Nevada. And I would encourage you to get involved in the electoral process. That doesn't just mean going to vote. Now, obviously, that's the most obvious aspect of being involved in the electoral process. And you should vote. It is your duty. It is your responsibility as an American to get out and exercise your right to vote. But it's more than just voting. Uh, For someone to run for office requires so much time, effort, and energy. And they need volunteers on a regular basis. You and your family can volunteer. You can go door-to-door 
for candidates. You can host uh, meetups and meet and greets or, or get togethers. You can make phone calls. There are so many ways that it is possible for you to help good people get into elected office. And I would encourage you as you, as you watch things unfold and if you're frustrated with an elected official at any level, Rem- let that let that spur you into action once things do resor- resume whatever level of, of normal we will have. Don't forget that you can be part, you can make a difference, not just with your vote, but also with volunteering to help good, godly men and women who f- would follow our Constitution to achieve uh, whatever office they are looking for from everything from members of your school board to members of our assembly to our governor's office to to the president of the united states every single one of those people is elected by you and i and it is our responsibility to do our research to know who we're supporting and then to not just know who we're supporting but to actually support them not just with our vote but in any other way uh, that we can as well so I don't want to take a lot of time today. I've been doing some a lot longer podcasts lately, just diving deep into everything with the coronavirus. I personally think that we are coming down off the curve. I think that uh, in, a, in a, as far as just specifically solely the virus is concerned, I think we are we are headed in the right direction without doubt. I don't know what that will translate into as far as us being able to open things back up and resume life as we would have it to get back to to happening. But I just want to encourage you today. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There is good that is happening in the world right now. You can still have fun as a family and make this time memorable for your kids, for your siblings, your parents, whoever it may be. Don't forget don't forget, too, your family that's out of state that you wouldn't normally hang out with anyway. You have time now. I have FaceTimed with my family more during this time of quarantine than I have ever before since in, in my adult life. I have spent more time uh, talking with members of my family on FaceTime and on the phone simply because I have time available that I didn't have before. So enjoy your time. Use it wisely. Don't squander this opportunity that God has given you to invest in people all around you, whether that be family or friends. Check in on people, especially your extroverted friends. Make sure they're doing okay. They need to talk to you. They need you to FaceTime them, all right? And, uh, and your introverted friends too. It may be getting to a point where they're ready to actually see people again now that they've been a month uh, without seeing people. So take heart. Jesus doesn't want you to fear. He doesn't want you to worry. That's not God's plan for your life. And we, we've talked about this in the last few podcasts in depth, so I'm not going to get into it again, but let not your heart be troubled. God's got everything under control and he is good and he always works things together for good. Not that things are, not that everything that happens is good, but we know, we know that all things work together ultimately for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. So as you're spending time with your family, friends, checking in on them, don't forget the greatest opportunity that you have with your time. And that is the opportunity to spend time with your creator. Don't forget that God loves you and that he is the one who created you, that he wants to spend time with you, that he is just waiting for you to talk to him to spend time in his word, and to just enjoy fellowshipping with your maker during this time as well. 
And that's all I'm going to say today. I'm not, we're not going to dive into the politics of this thing. We're not going to look at the numbers. We're not going to look at death tolls. We're not going to look at any of that today. I just wanted to do something that was more lighthearted, more fun today. Because if you, if you want numbers and you want all that, you, you can go listen to my past few podcasts where we have gone in depth into the ramifications of the, of the, the coronavirus. And, uh, and you can listen to those. And we'll get back into it again next week. But this week, just wanted to do something a little bit different. So thank you for this opportunity to just kind of have a, a, a more light-hearted, happy, encouraging uh, type podcast. Hope you and your family have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget that you can join us for services on Sunday. You can go to our website at experienceliberty.com and you can watch live, well not live videos. We have a recorded uh, messages for you for Sunday morning, Sunday evening. You can also catch me with our pastor, Dr. Tice, every Tuesday through Saturday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. We go through a, a Bible study together. If, and if you uh, were in First uh, Timothy uh, chapter 3 right now, and we do that, we broadcast that live on Pastor's Facebook page as well so that you can interact with us uh, during the broadcast. And uh, those have been a lot of fun and a lot of encouragement to many as well. So we hope you'll tune in, uh, be part of what's happening here at Liberty this weekend. Even if you don't live here in Las Vegas, you can still visit our website. You can be part of our services that way. And you can always listen to our station 24 hours a day, seven days a week by visiting kvxl101.com. I heard recently about an experiment in which 12 bees were placed in a jar in a darkened room. A light was beamed onto the bottom of the glass and then the top lid was removed. Instinctively, the bees flew toward the light and they couldn't get out. All 12 of the bees died trying to buzz their way through the bottom of the jar. Next, the researchers took 12 common houseflies and repeated the experiment. Within seconds, the flies had found their way out of the top of the jar. Now, it's known that bees are more intelligent than flies, and their survival instincts are usually better defined. Yet it was those very instincts that doomed the bees. I wonder how often our own preconceived notions get in the way of common sense. My father, for example, hated automatic transmissions on automobiles because the cars on which he learned to drive were stick shifts. Now, I've fallen into similar patterns. Until recently, I wrote books with pencils writing on yellow pads. I did that for years, long after word processors were available. The 20th century was almost over before I decided to join it. Rigidity and the force of habit can cause you to do things that make no sense as well. What out-of-date and illogical ideas are you holding on to these days? Do some of them involve the way you raise your children? It's a question worth pondering. To find out how you can partner with Family Talk, go to drjamesdobson.org.